Hi friends, I'm Claire. And I'm Lauren. And, and this, this is Killer Vacations. She's back. I'm back. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Claire just had to take some time for schooling. Yeah. No biggie. Don't worry, we didn't get rid of her completely. No, I'm here. I'm ready to party. <laughs> um, I My case today is absolutely crazy. I know. I was listening to you kind of research it, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I went over to Claire's because I was like, I'll help you clean. And I get there, and she starts cleaning, and I'm like, okay, like, what do you, like, where do I start? What do you want me to do first? She has a, she said, um, actually, can you just, like, sit there and talk to me? And I was like, sounds like me, sis. Let's do it. Yeah. My OCD doesn't let anybody else touch my house other than myself, so I just need somebody to sit and talk yeah. to you. And I was like, no, that works out because I can sit here and do this shit. Yeah, and it was interesting, and now I'm pretty hyped for it, so let's yeah. get it. because I haven't really, like, it is pretty long, so we are going to go ahead and hop into it, because um, our lives are pretty boring otherwise. Um, so I just want to say, like, this case, literally, like, I do not have a personal connection to it. However, this case is very personal to me. Okay. If that makes any sense. All right. Like, I have been obsessed with this case for a really long time. I'm very passionate about it. Um, it's a case that I, like, I just, I will, will keep talking about until this, until she gets justice. Okay. Like, I am very passionate about this case. Um, so, this is the case of Lauren Taylor Ag. And that sounds so familiar. I feel like it's because, like, Lauren Taylor Angie maybe like you know you know what i'm saying yeah maybe because i thought it was funny when i first like read this i feel like i saw this case i don't know it might have been a while ago but i've always had a friend named taylor Mm -hmm. like and i always thought it was funny lauren taylor but anyway not the point (laughs) um lauren taylor ag born august 19th 1993 in biloxi mississippi She lived in Hendersonville, Tennessee with her mother, Sherry Smith, stepfather, Michael, and three siblings, Allison, Jordan, and Joshua. Lauren is described as a beautiful, hilarious, energetic, and bubbly person who had a huge taste for life. She was was passionate about sports and dancing. She would copy music videos and recreate them and was even offered a dancing scholarship, but turned it down so she could major in criminal science. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. She was also very accomplished with gymnastics. She had several medals. Um, She had a lot of friends and a boyfriend that she was very happy with. Her life was going in a pretty positive direction. She was having a pretty good life. Oh, she sounds like a likable girl. Yeah, right? Um, It was July of 2015, and Lauren went to her mom asking to go to Wakefest. And Sherry asked what it was and what would she be who would she be going with and where they were staying like you know like the typical mom questions yeah um lauren explained it was a wakeboarding tournament that takes place every year in tennessee about two hours outside of nashville um she really wanted to go and she would be going with her friend hannah and they would be staying in one of the cabins at wakefest um i don't know if she was really asking her mom for permission because granted she is 21 Mm -hmm. um But I think it was like, hey, mom, you know, they had a really close relationship. And so she was like, hey, mom, I want to go to this. Like, what do you think? Like, would you be okay with this? You know, type thing. Yeah, like trying to get her opinion about it. Right. Like, I I do the same thing with my mom. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, I get it. Because at first when I was like, she asked permission. Like, she's 21, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, then I was 
listening to her mom's interview and she like kind of clarified that it was more of like a hey you know she come downstairs and she was like hey mom you know i really want to go to this you know da 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 um sherry didn't like hannah much though <laughs> um she felt she wasn't a good friend to lauren um and she was a very in between boyfriend's friend if you know what i mean huh uh, like like jumped around like she so in bet- in between like boyfriends basically basically like when hannah was bored she would call lauren Oh, okay. So you know she wasn't saying? hanging out with, like, her boyfriend. She right. Or, like, if she would bounce around between boyfriends and in between those boyfriends, that's when her and Lauren would hang out all the time. But then as soon as she picked up another boyfriend, she wouldn't hang out with Lauren. Oh, okay. So, like, she wouldn't have anything to do with her. Right. Okay. She was one of those. And she was really just, like, a party friend. That's what, that's what I would call her as a party friend. Okay. Like, she was just... She used her. She was just down if, like, they were partying. Like a flakester. Yeah. She she wasn't a good friend. Okay. She was a shitty person. Always trust that mother's intuition. Yeah. Um, Sherry had a strange feeling about the trip and felt worried. She felt like something was off, but chalked it all up to paranoia and gave Lauren a big hug and let her go. But she couldn't shake that feeling and asked for one more hug before Lauren left. Like she was. I know. Like. But at the same time, like, what was she supposed to tell her? She told her she didn't want her to go. She told her that she had a bad feeling. You know what I'm saying? She's mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't know. But, you know, Lauren really wanted to go. Yeah, I mean, she didn't want any 21-year-old that wants to do what they want to do does. Exactly. Because we were that age. Exactly. We did it the exact opposite. There are plenty of things <laughs> that my mom was like, mm, I don't know, and I went anyway. Or I just didn't say anything, and I went. And then bad things happened, or yeah. some things happened. Literally. And it's like, okay, let's Maybe she was right. Literally. But she doesn't need to know that. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, what Lauren didn't, um, she didn't go into detail about to her mom, um, was that Wakefest was a three-day party on Center Hill Lake. At night, everyone parties. They camp out on houseboats and cabins around the local marina. Like, this is, like... I'm trying to think, like, girls gone wild type thing. Like, this is, like, party USA, like, I don't even know what to equivalent it to. Maybe, like, um, Myrtle Beach, uh, spring break or something. You know how, um, everybody congregates on the one lake that we have here on, yeah. like, 4th of July? Or like, yeah. Like, they all, okay, like, that, but like, up, like, Okay, but, like, other. crazier. Crazy. I wouldn't say that's, like, that's, like, normal, like, partying. Like, this is, like, this is, like, a spring break, girls gone wild type thing. Okay. Following. <clears throat> Jesus. Yeah. So, on July 25th, 2015, Lauren goes off to Wakefest with Hannah Palmer and Hannah's boyfriend, Aaron Lilly, which Aaron brought along a friend, Chris Stout, which I don't think Lauren knew about, and she had never met Chris till this weekend, and I, so I think her and Hannah drove together, mm-hmm. so... I think Hannah took her car, and you'll see why. That was never, like, clarified, but you'll see why. I'm pretty sure, like, they drove her car. Like, she had her keys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I'm pretty sure they drove her car, and they met Aaron and Chris there. Okay. And I guess Aaron had Chris with him. They were unaware, and I think that was the first time Hannah had also met Chris. So, like, they didn't really know Chris. Okay. So, Chris is just, like, this in-the-background person. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like they didn't, they didn't know him. 
Um, the trip started off fun. The girls were posting pictures on their way to Wakefest on social media. When they got there, they participated in watching the water sports. And I think the boys were probably doing some of the water sports mm-hmm. because they were both like adrenaline junkies and they did all that stuff like on water, land, sky, like no matter what it was, like they were doing crazy adrenaline junkie things. So I think like Chris and Aaron did those things together and that's why they were friends. That's why I brought them. Okay. So like they were participating in Wakefest, I believe. Alrighty, yeah. Um, they also joined in on cliff jumping. Oh. Which is very dangerous and not regulated. Um, because I will say, Wakefest is like a regulated event. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. But before I forget, um, they end up staying on like this like island cliff thing. And people have stayed on it in the past. Um, and Wakefest does not... That's not their property. Okay. So they are not responsible for that. So. And they can't really tell people not to go. They can't regulate it. Yeah, so they can't so, tell them to do it or right. not to do they it. Right. Can, they manage all the, like, cabins and stuff like that mm-hmm. in the area. Or, like, in the marina and stuff for Wakefest. And, like, the property of Wakefest. So there are, like, some regulations. Like, there is still some stuff that's, like, regulated and stuff. Because this is a actual tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like this cliff jumping and people camping out on islands and stuff like that, they can't regulate that. Okay. Um, anyway, back to the cliff jumping, there are rocks all around and it's sometimes hard to see where they all are, especially with any waves or anything. Um, when it was Lauren's turn to jump, she avoided all the visible rocks, obviously, but ended up hitting the back of her head on a rock in the water. And it's unclear, but I believe she lost consciousness for a moment. And she probably had a concussion. They, like, said, like, when this was being described later, like, they were explaining that, like, she, this happened and she could have had a concussion. But she was, she ended up being fine. Because, um, I mean, she got up and carried on about her day. Okay, so she, like, this... It, it no, this wasn't like anything serious, but like at the same time, like kind of probably like she probably should have been watched. Mm-hmm. She also probably shouldn't have had alcohol either. Was the alcohol? Did she have alcohol before or after the concussion? She was probably drinking during. Okay. If I had to, like, if it were me, I would probably was drinking. Because mm-hmm. like they are at this festival, and as soon as they get there, they start. You know, once you get there, you're partaking. I mean, that's like if we go anywhere, the first question we're probably going to be asked is, "Hey, you want to be here?" Yeah, and then you jump know? right in. Right. So I mean, I assume that probably, um, but that's just my assumption. That's not fact. Okay. Um, it's unclear when she found out they would not be staying in the cabin, but on a cliff. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, because in Ryan, mind you, she told her mom she was staying in the cabin. Mm-hmm. And I do believe she she believed that she was staying in the cabin. Yeah. Um, but needless to say, she wasn't happy about it. She actually asked several people if she could stay with them instead of, like, you know. On the cliff. On the freaking cliff. Yeah. Um, including a friend from high school, Cassie Franks, who was actually Aaron Lilly's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, so this, and mind you, this is, I think, two hours outside of Nashville. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this isn't, like, Tennessee. Like, a lot of these people, like, probably know each other. This isn't, like, like, obviously, there's probably a lot of new people, but you're probably going to see some familiar faces, you know? Yeah. 
Um, Lauren asked Cassie that Friday night at the bar they were all at if she could stay with her. And Cassie had to tell her no because they didn't have any more room. Cassie was scared for Lauren because she had slept on that cliff before. And she was aware that there was a hammock there that is tied loosely between two trees and dangles over the water. Which didn't seem very safe. But Cassie had nothing else to offer her. And this kind of, um, this has always confused me because the way Cassie describes it like she stayed there like a couple years prior or a year prior or whatever Mm -hmm. and she says you know she's aware of this hammock that's up on this cliff but like it looks the hammock that they stand looks like they brought it I guess like you would think you take your hammock back with you, yeah. you put up your own hammock, you don't necessarily have to go on the same hammock. So I don't know if she's talking about a specific hammock or what, but she, that is, you know, I watched the interview in her own words, you know, she said that. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, I don't know if that's just the spot. Because if you look, I will put, I'm going to post some pictures, but... If you look like there's not very solid space to be camping out. Yeah. So like maybe that is the only place you can even have a hammock. But I'm going to take a look at these pictures. Yeah, I sent them to you. <laughs> um now I'm going to so like I'm going to explain the campsite a little bit more cuz I know I'm explaining a little bit but I'm going to try to explain it better. <laughs> um it's an outcropping across from the Lakes Marino. Um, on this outcropping, there is a 35 foot drop to the lake on one side and a 90 foot drop on the other side. Oh my God. And they would have to access this campsite by boat and they, or, you know, canoe, which is what they have been using. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had to use a rope to get up the side of it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so like in the, um, like videos and interviews and stuff, they went back to this, um, what do they call it? They call it an outcropping. Um, I'm going to call it a little island cliff thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they went back to it and, like, used the rope to, like, get up. And they were like, we can barely do this in the daylight sober. Yeah. How they did this at nighttime drunk is beyond me. And, like, how about, like, if you have to get up somewhere with a rope, like, let's not go up there anyways. Right. Like, it's one thing to adventure. <clears throat> But, like, to be sleeping up there? And staying? Yeah. Like, for days? Right. Okay. Um, the danger of it all thrilled some of these people. Like, because you got to think at Wakefest, like, these people are, like, thrill seekers. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they want to be doing all these things. Lauren, she was not. Not she, an adrenaline junkie. Uh, she may have, you know, liked doing some of the things, but I don't, this was not something she was interested in and. Uh, I mean, me too, sis. I don't blame her. Yeah. Um, so that night at the bar, Cassie said Lauren made it clear to Chris that night that she wasn't interested in him. So I'm assuming Chris was like coming on to her. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't looking for anyone because she had a boyfriend she was happy with. She just wanted to have fun with Chris. I mean, friends. Sorry. Yes, we love a loyal queen. Right. Yes, ma'am. Um, and I think Cassie had said she felt like Lauren was Hannah's um, wingman. So I think like Lauren was supposed to distract Chris while Hannah and Aaron had their... I don't really... I, that's all assumption. I don't really know. Hmm. But um, 
Cassie did say in her interview that she felt like Lauren was supposed to be Hannah's wingman. But, like, if Hannah and Aaron had been dating, why would she need a wingman? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's like when, you know, I go out with you and your boyfriend, like, I'm not your wingman. No. Like. (laughs) I got my wing right there. Right. (laughs) He's already here with me. (laughs) Like, so I don't, I don't know. And even if he's not there, then, you know, I don't need a wingman. (laughs) Right. Exactly. No. When we go to the bar, us single girlies, we'd be like popping people. I, I'd be popping people with elbows at the bar. Oh, not the pop. (laughs) I'll just like slick slide behind Claire and just like pop my elbow into somebody. (laughs) And like Claire has no idea. You have no idea how many times I've like slick slid somebody away from you or slid you away from somebody. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, God. You're so oblivious. What a savior. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No, because like. I'm just out having fun. A Listen, great, grand old time. I'm going to tell you right now, if there's ever a time like I slide up on you at, in the bar, like I'm up on you, there's a reason for that. Oh, okay. I thought you was just getting, you know, a close. <laughs> no. Girl's girl. <laughs> I love you. All right. Chris Yarchuk, an off-duty police officer, worked the event as security. Um, he remembers seeing Lauren that night at the bar and that she left with Hannah, Aaron, and Chris at around 2 a.m. Okay. Um, and you can actually see her on, um, like, the camera at the bar. Mm-hmm. There was a really cute video of her. She, like, leans over. She, she has her beer in her hand. She kind of waves at the camera and she smiles. Oh. It was so cute. Stop. I was like, stop it. Like, she looks so adorable. And she's such a beautiful girl, I too. know. Um, he saw them walk down the dock by the lake. Then, um... They took the canoe back to their camp. Um, Lauren is heard saying on a video in the boat that night, quote, we're going into a death trap, end quote. Um, and I don't know, I, that was taken by somebody in the canoe. I'm pretty sure. This reminds me of a very similar South Carolina case. But we're not all the way through it yet, so I don't know if it reminds me all the way. No, probably not. One that I've mentioned? No, it reminds me of the Murdoch case. I think someone kind of. else said that. Like, so far, like... Okay, wait till the end. Wait till the Well, I mean, that's a different boat. Well, I know, but just a few key parts that have been mentioned already just kind of reminds yeah. me of the Murdoch case. Okay. So, they make it back to the campsite and have to climb up a rocky, steep incline intoxicated in the dark. Hannah and Aaron slept in a tent, and Lauren and Chris were forced to share a hammock. So, on top of, like, not telling her, like, where they were actually sleeping, now they're sticking her in a hammock with somebody. And I've slept in a hammock, and I'm pretty sure I've slept in a hammock with another person, and it's not comfortable. And it's an Eno, and I've had an Eno, and I had a double, or I think it's a double, and even then, like, as big as those things are, like, it's not comfortable. They're not a bed. They're not a freaking bed. You're hanging in the air. Your back, like, It's a hammock. It's and you have to, like, sleep with someone and not not just someone, like, someone you just met. Mm, and wow. a, yeah, and a guy at that. And you're not, you don't have any protection over you. Yeah. You're out in the open. You're hanging off the side of a cliff with a stranger. Whew. Anxiety. I know. The next morning when Hannah woke up, Lauren was nowhere to be found. 
All her belongings were still there, including her shoes, wallets, and cell phone that her mother had been trying to contact her on all morning. Hmm. Um, Now, they claim they looked everywhere for her and assumed she went off with someone else, but they went on about their trip. Oh, did Mm -hmm. they? Going out and partying and not even reporting their friend missing. Her mom was right. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, And like I said... She, they claimed they went looking for her. Okay. Claimed. So, they probably just did a one-two. Where are you? Yeah. Like, it, and, like, if this is your friend, and they have been friends. This isn't, like, a, we've been friends a couple years. They have been friends since they were kids. Jesus, fuck. How do you, how does someone, like, leech onto you for that fucking Mm -hmm. long? Like, they, so, she should have known her friend well enough to know she's not just gonna w- go off with somebody or walk off or whatever. Like, there have been so many, like, there have been so many different, like, things said. Like, oh, she went and met up with her ex-boyfriend. Or she went and, um, like, she went and met up with some guy on a boat. Like, I don't, it was, oh my, oh. Um, at around 4.20 on the afternoon of July 26th. Lynn Blant, Lynn Blair and his son, Dylan, went fishing on the lake and found the body of a young woman floating in the water. Um, now, he did not, like, know it was a person when he come up on her. Um, but he had, like, a bad feeling, like, and then once he got there, he was like, okay. No. So, he called 911. The two officers they sent out were actually out of their jurisdiction, but those were the only people that knew about this. These four people. Like, so the people in the boat and then the two officers. Correct. Oh, my God. So these officers are going out there. So as the officers were headed to the site, they saw a guy in a canoe going towards the direction of the body. When they saw this man, they asked him to turn around and go back to which he responded, quote, but that could be one of our friends over there, end quote. No. The fuck? That man was Aaron Lilly. <gasps> the boyfriend? The, um, Hannah's boyfriend. <gasps> but listen. I just got chills. Yeah. Sorry. But listen. Nobody knew. How, why Why would you assume it's a body? How would you even know that it is a body? Yeah. Why would you assume it's your friend? I thought you thought she went out with that someone. That could be one of our friends. <gasps> and, oh, so no, you, I just got chills. So now you. Again. Assume she's dead and you assume what they're going out there for is a body? Oh. Why are you assuming that? If she just walked off. Yeah, if you think she went off with somebody else and y'all were going to meet up later or whatever the case may be. Now, mind you, this is like way later. This is like way later. But like still. This is like, I mean, a whole day's gone by and they haven't even reported her missing. And if you're thinking she's dead in the lake, why haven't you reported her missing? Why are all, why are him, the other guy... And the friend, not all together. Hannah. Like, why would they just send one of them out? There is uh, one, something I read that it was Aaron and Chris. But that was only one thing I had read. Because all the the other three or four articles that I read just said it was Aaron. And um, in the the interview with one of the police officers, it just said Aaron. Okay. So, I'm thinking it was just Aaron in the canoe. I don't know if Chris and Hannah were 
elsewhere participating in the festival or whatever. But from what it says, it was just Aaron. Mm. So, I don't know if maybe they were back at the campsite or if they were at the dock. It's unclear. It never said. Okay. But from... It seems like it was just Aaron in the canoe. Okay. Um, Chris could have been there, but it was most likely just Aaron. Hmm. Still sus. Yeah. Um, when the DeKalb County Sheriff's Department came and took over the scene, the two officers that were first on the scene told them to run a rape kit, and it looked like it had been a homicide. And I want to say they had kind of talked to the friends, but like, they weren't that was out of their jurisdiction mm-hmm. um they contacted sherry 12 hours after her daughter had gone missing to tell her that her daughter didn't make it and she asked mm-hmm. where are the people she was with and they said we have them they are being questioned even though they weren't being questioned as suspects her mom knew mm-hmm mm. So, they explained to Sherry that she had fallen off the cliff and either died from the fall or drowned and that there was no foul play involved. Sherry was going through her grieving process and trusted the police. Because, like, you want to trust the police. Like, who's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you want to trust that they, you know, exhausted every... Right, like, they shouldn't, first of all, they themselves. should know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, that was until um, the officer that had been first on the scene had contacted her. Oh, shit. And told her he didn't think it was an accident. And I want to say this officer that was on the scene first was the hired security at Wakefest. Okay. So, um, Chris uh, Yarchuk, I think his last name is. I have it in here. I've I said it before. Um, I know his first name is Chris. Um, I want to say it was him. He was very invested in this case since day one. So, like, he was a witness seeing them leave the bar. Mm -hmm. And then I want to say, because he was already at Wakefest, he went ahead and went out. Because he was a police officer. Yeah. Um, So, he went ahead and went out. Okay. Um, But that's who contacted Sherry. Damn. Um, Mm. When Sherry asked for her daughter's belongings, the police didn't have them. Um, Who had them? Mm -hmm. Had no idea where they were. Shouldn't they be submitted into evidence? Absolutely. Um, at the end of the weekend, Sherry sees a post on Instagram on the 27th made by Chris. Oh. Chris didn't even know her. Right. Uh, no. Just wait. Okay. With the three friends and the caption read, quote, best weekend ever. Huh? Oh. Um, he later changed it to, quote, Wakefest 2015 went pretty good this year. Met some new friends that made it awesome. Either one of those are terrible, sir. No, try and don't even post. Literally. They went, they had their time. They had a great time. They went on about their weekend. Oh, I bet. So the girl that you just slept in a hammock with, um, and, you know, whether you just met her or not, she's dead. Not to mention, Hannah and Lauren have been friends for how long? Years. Okay. Like, that's crazy to me. Hmm. And that, I know for a fact they did like just the simple fact that like Hannah had no emotion about it. 
and she was she went on about her weekend with her friend missing if that was my friend first of all I am I'm calling the police immediately I don't care if I'm being dramatic they're probably going to tell me it's too soon I don't care literally I'm calling my I'm calling the police I'm calling her parents I'm calling my parents I'm talking to everybody there I'm asking every like I am searching high and freaking low and then if I make that discovery I'm, for one, talking to the police as much as I can. I want to know what the heck happened. Yeah. Um, two, I'm not going to continue my freaking weekend. I probably, even if I left my stuff on that cliff, I wouldn't even go back and get it. Actually, whole weekend cancel. Let's go tell the event person. Right. Shut down the whole event. Literally. Like, get the water searched. Yeah. Search woods. Like, make sure, like, search people. Weapons. Things like that. Like, it's so insane to me. Mm Mm-hmm. This was, oh, ooh. Mm. Um, the family felt like the investigation was rushed and sloppy, which it was. It sounds rushed and uh-huh. fucking sloppy. Mm. Hannah, Aaron, and Chris told police that they had been drinking the night before and were drunk by the time they got back to the campsite. Hannah had told the police how Lauren and Chris slept in the hammock, which was near the cliff's edge. Hannah switched up her story so much. Like, she changed it a lot. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's already red flag. Wow. Mm-hmm. The boys had weird body language and lawyered up real fast. They seemed nervous and anxious throughout the interviews and also showed no sympathy. Aaron said, quote, let me do all the talking to Chris after he after Chris said to the cop. And I want to say this was the first initial cop. Mm-hmm. Quote, I'm just thinking how I can get the, that gun off your hip. End quote. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they also did not attend her funeral. And mind you, I don't think the, because the way that um, Sherry had said it, it didn't seem like Sherry did, she didn't ask them not to come. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, you didn't even attend your friend's funeral and you were the last person to see her alive? Literally. Wait, did Hannah go? That's what I'm saying. Oh, Han- so none of them went. No. Okay. Hannah didn't go. Aaron, and it's wow. one thing maybe like, I still think it's sus that like, Aaron and Chris didn't go because y'all were still the last people to see her alive. Mm -hmm. But Hannah not to go? Guilty conscience. Cassie tried to tell the police about Aaron Lilly's abusive past. He was very aggressive and physically abusive, and that was the reason they broke up. To which the police responded, quote, That has nothing to do with it. There is no violence in this matter. It was an accident, and we are trying to prove it was an accident, end quote the fuck which is crazy because it should have been handled like a homicide till proven otherwise absolutely and i want to say like uh to police every death is considered a homicide until proven otherwise if you walk up on a suicide you have to prove it you have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt it's a suicide not a homicide yeah homicide is first thought when police roll up to a dead body i believe um, now, I feel like, you know, there are some cases where, like, police know certain areas of, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. of a town, and maybe it's a bad area where people overdose or stuff like that. But from my understanding, you're supposed to roll up to a scene, assume homicide until proven otherwise. And they didn't do that. And this doesn't even seem like a fucking accident or anything like that no like this straight up seems like they see this seemed ass motherfuckers 
They seem <sighs> sus from from the jump. I feel like, like there could be like jealousy involved or something. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Cassie even tried to show the police images inflicted by Aaron, which included bruises and bite marks. Oh, okay. Keep that in mind. Hmm. I'll tuck it in my bag. Mm-hmm. Later on, it came out when they started talking to the friends that Lauren was actually not having as much fun as it seemed. Her other friend, Jade, that wasn't at Wakefest, was texting Lauren all night before she died, and Lauren said she wasn't having fun and asked Jade to come get her because she wanted to go home. Jade said no due to it being so late and not really knowing her way there or the roads that well and felt it was more unsafe for her to drive, which, understandable... It sucks, because, like, now I'm the type of friend that I would. Yeah, GPS. Because um, even in 2015, we had GPS, guys. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, you don't know, you know, someone's situation. And I'm not going to, like, bash her yeah. for not going and getting Lauren. How would she have known? Right, exactly. Um, you know, for all she knew, she could have been drunk talking and she was, you know, she's like, okay, am I going to get there and you're going to change your mind, you know? So, I mean, there's no telling. I'm not hating on, hating on Jade for not going. Mm -hmm. Um, but I will say I, because I mean, I've had people, you know, I've asked people to come get me before and they're like, sorry, can't, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? It's, and it's been a good friend. So, I mean. There's just, you know, certain instances. Others at Wakefest said Lauren was venting to them and saying she wanted to go home because the others were being mean to her. The group took her keys, claiming she was trying to drive home drunk. But others said she had no intention of driving home drunk because she had asked several people to drive her home that night. And they took, like, they felt like they took her keys to taunt her, like, to annoy her. So, they were just being big bullies to her. Fucking bitches. Yeah. Which really just enrages me. Yeah. Because, like, I've had that done, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, fuck you. First of all. Um, Lauren's <clears throat> blood alcohol level was twice the legal limit. Which, I will say, okay, if you say twice the legal limit, like, the legal limit is, like, one beer. Mm-hmm. Um... So, I mean, twice the legal limit, I feel like really isn't, I mean, my thing is, is it's not like she was going to drive anywhere. She was at a festival, you know, tournament, whatever, like, so freaking what, if she was drinking, she was 21. Yeah. I don't know, you know, but, you know, just, just for, you know, factual, like, you know, that's what she had in her system. Okay. Her death was ruled an accident and the medical examiner determined she, quote, fell from the cliff, landed on a rock and rolled into the lake. End quote. I'm sorry, I know too much information about this case. You're you're about to as well. Just hang on. The official report said that Lauren died of blunt force trauma from falling off a steep cliff into the lake and possibly drowning. The case was closed. Uh, yep, that's fuck. it. Wipe their hands of it. Case closed. Um, but Sherry wanted answers, as she freaking should. Absolutely. Sh- Mama Bear, come I, I love Sherry. Um, so she hired a private investigator, Sheila Wazaki. Now, Sheila, Sheila is my bitch. I love Sheila. Y'all are going to love Sheila too. Don't you worry. 
Um, she hired her to look into the, her daughter's case and make her own reports. Sheila is a pit bull of a PI and started her career after helping solve the murder of her college roommate. How dope is that? Uh-huh. I mean, like, not that her college roommate died, but, yeah. like, she, the fact that she got to help solve <clears throat> her, you know, her friend's case. Yeah. That's, go her. Go Sheila. She, go Sheila. She got justice <clears throat> for her friend. Um, two people told Sherry they thought Lauren was killed by someone and that it was not an accident. Mm. Um, those two people were Officer Chris Yarchuk, the off-duty officer that saw the group, and the forensic scientist Mark Gillespie. I think that's how you spell, say it. Sheila dives into this case, and she was not of the opinion this was an accident. So Sheila starts reviewing the autopsy photos and sees what appears to be a strange bite mark on one of Lauren's breasts. She believes that Lauren's body showed signs of strangulation. Quote, somebody choked her. Somebody either held her down or choked her. End quote. Oh my God. The autopsy also reveals that there is no water in her lungs or stomach. Mm. She was dead before she was placed in the water. Yeah. Because if the, because like if you drown, like, Water's going to be in your lungs or your stomach, and there was none. And that's also why she was floating. If Mm. you drowned, you sink. Yeah. They put her body in the fucking water after they fucking killed her. Yep. Um, Sheila's opinion was that Lauren was either trying to get away or fighting, and as a result, she fell back and her head was hit, causing blunt force trauma, and that was the cause of her death. Bless her fucking heart. There was also some bruising on Lauren's thighs, which Sheila believed may have been caused by someone kneeling on her to hold her down. Um, I would also like to say, so there was hemorrhaging in her throat that Sheila was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but not enough to be like the cause of death. But like, like, um, I don't, the way she like, described it, it was like not enough for her eyes to like, pop or like be super bloodshot Mm -hmm. but um like enough like you could visibly see it in the autopsy pictures that was not in the autopsy report and so when Sheila said that to the interviewer they were like well then how do you know and she was like it's very visible in her autopsy photos and that wasn't in the report who did this autopsy uh, actually, I did not find that. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like, you can, just by looking at the autopsy pictures, it tells a completely different story, and you can already tell the the investigation was botched. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just from what the cops said, you know, you know, we're trying to prove that this is an accident. Well, why are you trying to prove it's an accident so much? Yeah. You should be trying <clears throat> to you know, validate that it's a homicide or prove, you know, it's not a homicide when clearly it is. And if... Uh, it sounds like they just wanted to be done with it. Because mm-hmm. it was a group of kids. Yeah. Like young adults. Um, sometime after Lauren's death, there was untrue and hateful things put out online. And this was around the time Sherry hired Sheila. Mm-hmm. And Sheila tracked the IP address of where these hateful comments came from. And it led back to none other than Hannah and Aaron Street in Florida uh-uh. that they where they had just moved to, like I want to say like a month after Lauren's death. Yeah. Wow. 
What the fuck? Uh-huh. So Sheila decided to interview them again. Or try to go back and interview. Mm-hmm. Um, it was recorded. It, like, it was a recorded interview. And Sheila f- um, felt Hannah was, like, off. But, like, she wasn't, she wasn't really saying anything incriminating, if that makes any sense. Okay. So, like, Sheila just kind of had a bad feeling about Hannah. Okay. But, like, that intuition be kicking. It really does. Yeah. But she just felt like something was not right. Um, but then hannah gets a phone call from aaron um and though sheila could um she couldn't pick up like the entire conversation they were having she did overhear aaron tell hannah quote stick to the story end quote yeah so sounds like this has been rehearsed exactly um sherry filed a wrongful death suit against hannah aaron and chris what she wanted out of this lawsuit was simply the truth like just you know Fess up. we have questions just answer them yeah um just she just wanted answers you know um but she ended up getting more questions than answers in all honesty all three of them pleaded the fifth and denied any wrongdoing in lauren's death are you fucking kidding me yeah and it's like and I'm sorry, but once you plead the fifth, you're guilty, bitch. That means you're, you're fucking You're guilty, guilty because... Automatically. You, have you never you, seen Wild and Out? <laughs> like, if you plead the fifth, that's saying, like, you don't want to say anything to incriminate yourself. What is it that you could say that would incriminate you that bad? Nothing. Because they have no wiggle room. Because they exactly. don't know how to lie. Because they're young. Like, you're telling me that you have nothing to say about the death of your friend you have no information you could give and if you don't have any information you really don't know why are you pleading the fifth exactly if you have nothing to hide why are you pleading the fifth it just blows my mind that nothing more. and you know you the whole fifth amendment right is you know you don't talk because you don't want to incriminate yourself how could you incriminate yourself if you didn't do anything so you are saying that you're guilty of something. You just won't tell what you did. And Hannah's, or sorry, Lauren's mom was like, it's it's a simple question. Did you physically cause her pain or not? Yeah. Like, it's as simple as that. And once you're, once they were, they did that, you can't go back and double jeopardy, right? Um, no. So like. Please the fifth. No, so this is like a wrongful death suit. <clears throat> These charges aren't f- okay. against them. Okay, so this wouldn't be like yeah. manslaughter or anything like that. Uh uh-uh, uh, no, they didn't get charged. What the fuck? Um Yeah. The detective on the case, Detective Taylor, had it had to outline the investigation as part of the death suit, and he admitted that he had never worked a homicide case and had no training in homicide investigation, so no fucking wonder he pulls up to the damn the, the freaking scene and is like oh what accident the- yeah it's not a homicide because he doesn't know what the heck he's supposed to look for i'm sorry but i could roll up to that scene and tell you as had had no training and tell you that that was sketchy why is that body floating exactly huh. if she drowned she would have <clears throat> sank and why is the sketchy ass man in the canoe just coming up to it being like oh that could be my friend right their deposition showed everything they didn't do and what should have been done in this investigation Mm. detective taylor did not interview the person that found lauren and made the 911 call 
He didn't speak with the houseboat residents that were docked near where they where her body was found. Um, he didn't look for evidence in the water or on the rocks. Um, there was also no rape kit done. This is about to, oh, this is about to Jesus Ooh. Christ piss you off. Um, she was never swabbed for DNA, and no evidence was collected from under her fingernails. When I say botched what investigation, I mean to the max botched investigation. I feel like those are like the first things that you whip out whenever yeah. you find a dead like, body. Like even if even if you want to say this was an accident, you still do all those things. Put them into evidence. To rule if them you, out. Even if you don't run this shit, take it and put it into evidence because you can't get that back. Once it's gone, it's gone. Mm-hmm. The reason the police gave for not doing the rape kit was that she had a tampon in. Because she was wearing a tampon, they thought that there was no possible way she could have been raped. And you can't see my face right now, but I'm almost in tears out of anger. Yeah, like... You think for one second that a rapist cares if you have a freaking tampon tampon in? No, they don't give five fucks. They don't even give a fuck that you're a human being. Literally. It sounds like none of these fucks gave a fuck about anything but themselves. I'm just... Um, but Lauren wasn't on her period when she, when she died. <gasps> the argument was she could have put it in as a just-in-case situation. Um, but it was also argued that the rapist put in the tampon as a decoy. Um, no girl puts a tampon in just in case. Like, no. if I'm not on my period and me and you, like, go out or whatever or, like... You can have a tampon on you just in case. Yeah, absolutely just in case. But, like, I've never thought of, like, that's never come across my mind. What has come across my mind is, oh, what if me and my friend get snatched? This, that, or the third. Not how am I going to protect myself. Because that's not going to stop anything. Yeah. Um, It's not a chastity belt. (laughs) A, like, I just know, maybe some people do. Um, I am not going to put in a tampon. um, Because... If you're a female and TMI, but if you've ever pulled out a dry tampon, that is not a fun feeling. No one, no one wants to pull out a dry tampon. That feels like pulling a scab off. Like worse. No, it just, it's a, and like, it's an internal feeling. We're not going to get into that, but just know like, that's not a, like, that's not a common thing. No. Well, yeah. And like, if it is like cool but like just like in our group like yeah never heard of it no like being a thing the clothes she was wearing were not hers oh not even the bra what the fuck she was wearing like someone else's bra where did they get these clothes from well my guess is um she was with another girl her friend hannah but how did they not even like how it could have happened fast, and they just grabbed whatever they had. I don't know. Jesus Christ. I don't know either. The, mm. Um, It didn't even look like she dressed herself. Jesus. Yeah. Um, like they just, like, slapped fucking clothes on? Like, it, it just... So, like, the bra was tangled. And, again, if you're a female, you're not going to have no tangled freaking bra because they're uncomfortable. Um, There was three clamps on the bra. Only one was hooked. Again, if you're a female, you aren't just going to have one clip hooked. No. I got four on mine, and let me tell you, they're always all hooked. I ain't, I ain't 
having one hook. No. Mm-mm. So, like, the bra was all messed up. Um, her throat was crushed, but again, not enough to be the cause of death. Um, she had a broken nose and broken fingers. That sounds like defensive marks, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a triangle-like mark on her stomach that looked like it could be from the tip of a canoe. But that is, but it's pretty unclear because it would have meant like her upper half of her body was in the canoe and her lower half was in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and though she was only like 105 pounds, the canoe would have flipped over unless there was at least two other people in the canoe at the opposite end and the middle. Mm-hmm. At least two other people to counter her weight. Yeah. But then again, three would have been plenty. Mm-hmm. So, um, Sherry hired a hydrologist. I hope I'm saying that right. That determined if Lauren fell from the cliff where she was camping, it would have been impossible for her body to float against the current to the cove where her body was found. They did 50 test drops with a mannequin that was the same height and weight as Lauren and dropped it over the edge of the cliff. The results showed the mannequin would have gotten tangled in the thick brush going down. Or if her body did happen to get to the bottom, she would have rolled. She would have had to roll over several feet of rocks before getting to the water, and then would have had to float around a thirty-five foot bend against the current to reach the cove. So the police's theory. There's no, like, it's not even plausible. No, because... They did no uh, test. They just assumed, oh, okay, this is what happened, so it's what happened. No. Not even close. Oh, my God. Yeah. There was nothing extra that went into this at no. all. Like, it was just, like, once, once Sherry and Sheila, like, did this investigation, like, it was just, like, one thing after another. Go fucking Sherry. Yeah. Um, But also, mind you, her clothes were in perfect condition. They would have been torn up had she fallen through all the bush off the side of this cliff. Yeah, like rips. Like, this isn't like a rock cliff. Like, there are trees, brush, all kinds of stuff. Her clothes would have been shredded along with her. She would have been shredded up from all of this. Like, she would have been scraped to hell on that exactly that was not the case she had marks on her but they were not from falling off a cliff sherry also asked mr laker l-e-i-k-e-r to give his opinion as part of the suit he is a former police officer and does investigative and consultant work including homicide investigation In his declaration, he said Lauren's death was a homicide and the homicide was covered up by Hannah, Aaron, and Chris and that the police investigation was insufficient, even pointing out factors that no water in the lungs, marks on her body indicating a struggle, and not consistent with a fall. There was symmetrical injuries to Lauren's back, which are consistent with a body being dragged. Mm. And I will say... um. So, I'm not going to post them on our... I'm not going to post any, like, pictures of her body on our Instagram uh, as far as, like, crime scene pictures. I did, for a quick second, I did pause it, but, like, 
there was an image in one of my links, one of the videos in, um, one of the images in the videos in one of my links, um, there is a picture and it's of her foot mm-hmm. and, um, there's like a, there's like scrape marks on her foot. Um, and if you ask me, those look like drag marks. Mm. They weren't just, she hit her, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, a, I don't know. Um, also symmetrical marks on her back. Mm-hmm. Like she was being dragged. Like that's, you don't get dragged if it was an accident and you were, you fell off a cliff. Literally. You don't get dragged. No. Who's going to drag you if no one else had anything to do with it? Sounds like they had to drag her down because they had to climb up to get to where they were. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, a judge dismissed Sherry's wrongful death suit against Hannah. On the basis there was insufficient evidence. There's not insufficient evidence. Mm-mm. The literally what the judge said was like, he said that they pulled information out of thin air. The, oh. Like I, when I heard this judge speak, I was like, please, I hope you lose your job. Fire him. Like you really have the balls to say that. Or that her, is whoever. And. Sheila was like, no, I'm not offended by what he said. I have to deal with this every day. And it's sad. It's honestly, that made me more mad because I'm like, you put in the work and you, you get results and these are good. This is good evidence. Like, yes, it's not a video. It's not them doing it on a video camera, you know, like, but like, this is hard work put into this. And you're saying she pulled it out of thin air. How dare you? And you can't even, they can't hire a jury for that kind of thing? They were, they won't prosecute. The family would love to, but they don't have, like, I'm telling you right now, there's no way that they don't press charges and take that thing to court in a jury freaking, te- like, right. That's why, that's why t- I say they're it. guilty. Like, I understand it's all like, it's all, um, what's it called? Circumstantial evidence. But, like, I mean, just put them on, put them on freaking trial. Because I guarantee you, they played the fifth. Do you know how that looks to a jury? Literally. Anyone could be a jury member. If I was a jury member, that's the first thing I'm thinking. Oh, you played the fifth? You're guilty. You're guilty. guilty. Um, But the Tennessee Court of Appeals overturned that decision, which means Sherry has the right to pursue another wrongful death claim. Like, against Hannah. Mm-hmm. Um, the boys' wrongful death suits are... So, from what I was reading, they were still being pended. Um, however, like, that, that was, I want to say, probably, like, tw- like probably in 2020, maybe? 2021? I'm not really 100% positive. I couldn't find an update on that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not sure... There was no big update, so I'm assuming that they're either still being pinned and got lost in COVID, maybe, or they, um, you know, it just hasn't been really touched, maybe. Yeah. I don't really know. Um, there was also a campfire being lit around the edge of this campsite cliff, Mm -hmm. or ledge, I'm sorry, but no one could prove whose campfire it was. So it could have had nothing to do with it and been a normal campfire. But um, 
a campfire in the middle of July in Nashville? Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. The only time I personally have it, we live in the South. Um, I'm, I'm a sucker for a good campfire. Um, however, I don't campfire in the summer. In the summer. No. Like, in so. a lot of the time in the summer, specifically here in the South, like, I know, especially in fucking California, um, sometimes, like, we get told not to burn. Yeah. Because it'll be so Especially dry. in California, yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, also, uh, you also got to take into account that they had been drinking their partying. Why the fuck are you starting a campfire? Yeah. Also, like, you're, if you're, like, in the middle of the woods, too, like, well, It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but this could have been used to burn evidence. But, again, the police didn't secure it. So, we don't know for sure. Jesus And Christ. we never will. Wow. Yeah. Who are these people? <sighs> Lauren's mother has fought so hard for her daughter's case and still continues to fight. There is a petition you can sign that they are trying to reopen Lauren's case. Um, it's going to like a um, governor or something. Mm-hmm. Um, to the police, this case is closed. But to everyone else, this is still a very much open case. And I will personally keep talking about this case and telling people about it until Lauren gets the justice she deserves. Because... She hasn't. Yeah. No, absolutely not. And I am just in awe, like, the fight that her mother has put up and the fact that no one in the law enforcement, other than the people that, you know, those two people, like, the they spent, like, um, Chris Yarchuk, mm-hmm. like, and the judge just basically said, even his information, oh, pulled out of thin air. Are you kidding me? He had a firsthand account. Exactly. And nobody, like... And they have all these professional, like, people... Coming in. If coming they, in and saying, yo, this is a homicide. And if they didn't think anything was legit about, about it, they wouldn't let the people put that much money into it. Yeah. Like... And I feel like it should be... It shouldn't be this hard, you no. know, to reopen this case when it's... You know, it was an accident. I feel like it'd be one thing if it was a homicide and they were trying to say it was an accident. That's different. Yeah. This is, you're telling me you botched this investigation, ruled it an accident. You left stuff out of the autopsy report. That right there is, I feel like, should be cause enough to reopen a case. Mm-hmm. And. It doesn't even sound like they looked at the body closely. No. They they took some pictures and they said it was an accident, so so be it. Continued along their way, and it like this is a twenty one year old female. Yeah, why would we not be looking more into this at some congregation at the lake with friends? Yeah, there's just very surface level shit that would automatically like red flag, red flag. Yeah. And I know there's some stuff, like, I'm forgetting to, like... There's, like, this is... There's so much to this case. I probably could have made it a two-parter, but I didn't really want to do that because I already know my first two-parter, so... <laughs> um, but, like, this case, I, like... Th- so, I did link the um, petition in our show notes, so you will be able, if you want to, and I recommend going and signing that petition. I want to say they only need, like, six more signatures. Oh, wow. Um, people are still signing it. There was... Everybody run. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, it's been up for like two years. Oh, and bless their hearts, yeah. dude. And um, it's been. I mean, I just can't imagine like, and Cherry has fought so hard, and like Lauren just deserves justice. Like these people. Oh, I didn't even tell you what happened to Chris. He's in jail on a DUI charge. Fucking karma. Yeah. Or, like, I'm pretty sure it's a DUI charge. Like, so he's sitting in jail anyway, but it still pissed me off not for the right thing. And from, like, to hear the whole bite mark thing, because, mind you, the ex tried to say, you know, show pictures. Hey, you know, I have these pictures of... Aaron, you know, what Aaron did to me. Mm-hmm. And he left this bite mark on me. And then now Lauren has a bite mark on her breast. Like we didn't link the two? Right. And they didn't, but they didn't even care to hear what she had to say. And it's like you dismissed all of this. When, like. There- and there was witnesses in this case that were like, no, we never heard back from the police. They never came to interview us. They never talked to us. Mm. And it's like, what? How? Mm. Like, you really failed. And you failed this girl. And you wouldn't want to make that up. You still stand behind what the heck you did. The police department still stands behind their statement. The fact that it's an accident. You would think that they would come to the family and be like, hey, let us do this yeah. for you. Yeah. Let us put in the whatever expenses yeah. it may cost. It sounds like somebody's ego is a little too big there. Whoever's in charge. Yeah. Um, oh. That, yeah. So this is, I'm very passionate about this case, guys. You can't tell. <laughs> I've gotten very emotional over here. Um, but I think that pretty much wraps it up. Go sign the petition, though. Please go sign the petition. <laughs> um, and also look on our Instagram page. And we'll try. Actually, I think we're going to make a Facebook to try to include more people. Um, we're going to do a New Year's giveaway. Woo woo. Yeah. We're going to do a crew neck and with our logo. Everything has our logo on it. Um, but basically everything... What you have to do to be entered to win will be described in the post. So, look out for that. Check that out. Do that. Um, Share us with your friends. And you can follow us on Instagram at Killer Vacations Podcast. um, And hopefully soon on Facebook or other platforms. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting there, guys. We're getting there. Um, and We're you both can, very busy. Yeah. <laughs> and you can contact us at KillerVacationsPodcast at Yahoo.com um, with any stories or questions or, you know, whatever you feel, guys. Um, but we're trying to actually pre-record and bust these episodes out before the holidays because Claire Bear over here is leaving for the holidays. And I just have a lot to freaking do. <laughs> yeah. You have... Y'all should see our studio right um, now. This is Santa's workshop, apparently. It, yeah, <laughs> it's basically the wor- workshop. Um, but I, it's not just me, though. Like, don't... Because I sucked at Christmas this year. Um, but I have my, my cousin's kid stuff here, too. <laughs> yeah, we were going to play Elf, and then we had to go play Santa again. Yeah. So, Elf <laughs> didn't happen. This weekend? Yeah. I do wish that I could play off this weekend, but 
I'm going to go be playing Cinderella. Oh, okay. So, glass slip. All right, guys. Well, um, we'll talk to you next week. And, and I think, well, no, this, this one will come out Christmas. Not Christmas. The Friday before Christmas. Yeah. And the next one will be, like, before New Year's. All right, guys. Well, Merry Christmas. We love y'all. Remember to like and subscribe, I think. <laughs> Follow us. Oh, do all the things. All the different things that they have now. <laughs> all right. We love you. We love you. Enjoy time with your friends and your families. Toodles. Toodaloo.